Welcome to Paulie's Podcast on the Overtime Hockey Network, along with Benilde St. Margaret's Red Knight head coach, Ken Pauly. I'm Pete Wagner. And Ken, we have uh, two games under the belt, and you're calling this like a warp speed type of uh, uh, season and schedule. We're going to get into all of that. We're going to dive into what it's looked like so far. We're going to talk a little bit about your team. And, of course, look at the next three games coming up for your hockey club, which are going to be very, very important and difficult as well. So thanks for joining us here tonight. After your Zoom, is it, is it legal to do Zoom video meetings with your teams? Is that legal? Yeah, absolutely. It's approved? Yes, I okay. That's, I think that's what everyone's doing now. So By the way, how, legal, how has that been going for you? How, how, to kind of take me through the structure of what you're doing. Yeah, well, you know that you know the, the thing is that there are some – there are a lot of things about all this that have been bad, but I do think we are – uh, you know, figuring out some pretty, um, you know, efficient ways to do things without getting together. I mean, we're going to be dying to get together before we can, you know, uh, you know, we're going to be dying to get together when all this is done, no question. But I do think there are things that are valuable that will will remain once we're past all this. And um, again, I think hosting a, you know, hosting a 20 minute video session with all the kids and, you know, them look at the computer, which, which they do anyways. And, uh, uh, you know, it's just a, it's a nice, efficient way to do it without having everyone, you know, leave, uh, you know, leave their homes. And, you know, even I had individual meetings with kids, uh, you know, yesterday as we try to connect with their kid in the program here over the next week. So uh, so so that so that that piece, of it, I think, has been good. Well, it's also it's being nimble and uh, taking what's given to you and, and, and work from it from that that perspective. So, um, you know, we all have to, you know, whether it's professionally in, in work or professionally as a coach or as as kids, as players or whatever it may be, it, it's what we have to do. So we're talking about yeah. things we're doing right now that are different. Right. Yep. Exactly. So this season's obviously different from last season. Um, kind of. Compare and contrast. I mean, what what's the constant that continues to move on and stay the same? Yet, what's different? No, well, I think what's what's the same is is the the high expectation. I think there's a lot of excitement around our team. You know, I think a few years ago we we made a um, you know run to the section final after being down for really down for a couple of years and had to rebuild and uh, got to the section final and that actually was a pretty big achievement for that team and. You know, we lost the eventual state champ, and he died. And they were the best team in the state. And, and uh, I guess us us getting there, we hadn't been there for a few years, so uh, so that felt like a nice achievement for that team. And then last year, of course, um, just getting the section final wasn't going to be good enough. And we started the season with really, really high expectations uh, because we felt we had uh, we had good talent and had, had great depth and you know, all things we needed to win. Um, and I think we feel the same way, um, you know, this year as well. So I think that's the same way is that there's, a, you know, a lot of excitement, a lot of high expectation. Um, I believe what's different is, you know, I, I think last year it took us a while to write the ship. I think we did write it. Um, it took us a while to get there. Um, uh, but I think last year in high school hockey, I think it took everyone a while to get there. As you remember, high school hockey, it, was a, it took a long time to you know figure out who's the number one team. Remember, the rankings were just a disaster. You know, I mean, I think everyone had six, seven losses. No one appeared to be that dominant. Um, you know, so this year, from what I've seen, you know, the difference is I think that I think this group learned from last year's mistakes. And it's not, you know, ripping on last year's kids or last year's team. It's just that every makeup is different. Um, you know, we had some challenges and I think we, uh, you know, we made some mistakes along the way. And I believe this group, um, this group has, has looked at those mistakes and they're wanting to correct those things right away. And, and that's, uh, that's good to see. 
Joe, I know what I've noticed that's been the same, uh, which has been really refreshing for me, has been the energy between the boards on the ice. Uh, it doesn't matter what's been up in the stands at all. And, and it's not that it's just like absolutely not, not a soul there and you can hear a pin drop. It, there's energy in the buildings because, you know, let's face it, parents lose it. <laughs> Maybe more than, <laughs> yes. than you think, yes, they do. you know, because uh, the kids that are at the games, the high school kids are usually turning, you know, their backs to the play talking, you know, because they're that's their social hour. But the energy on the ice between the boards to me has been really great. And um, it's it's been refreshing to really watch and be a part of. And I don't know if it translates through the video screen as well as it does in person. But that has been one thing that I've noticed is that the uh, urgency uh, of all of the games that I've been a part of has definitely been equivalent to that of last year. Do you feel the same way? I, I, I do. I do. And you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, the thing is that, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter, you know, if there's a hundred people in the stands, you know, or 2000 people in the stands, it's really what's going on between you basically, as you said, between the boards and, uh, and you, you talk to kids all the time about trying to, you know, play the game and not the venue and, and don't worry about the crowd and don't worry about this. But the, the truth is all that stuff does, you know, can take over, especially when you're dealing with high school kids. Um, but I think what is, is this, I just, I do think the energy, I, I think the energy is absolutely, is absolutely there with the kids. And, uh, and I, and, and I, I sense, I sense it on the bench, even though the whole atmosphere is very different, right? But once the game's going on, you're down there on, and you're down there on the bench, um, you know, it's, 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 it's game on and you forget about in a hurry that uh, there's only 150 people here that you, you, for, you forget about that. And honestly, when you're in the middle of the game, you forget about those things as well. So I've, I've liked that energy level. Um, I think I, I've talked to a few people really miss going the games because hockey is, is an energy game. I think being in the barn is what people, I think it's what people love about the game. And so I think from a spectator standpoint, I think people miss that, but from the game itself, the game itself, I, I've, I've seen no drop off. None. This team, you have a lot of returning players and you have a lot of new players. We're getting the new ones, uh, new guys later on in, in, in the uh, podcast, but there's your team's been young for a couple of years and it's still somewhat to a degree youngish uh, this year as well. They seem a year wiser and a year smarter as a group, and they seem to be coming up as a group of five as well as any team you've had. I've always felt as though the teams that you see go deep into the playoffs, you personally can, come up as groups of five with defensemen that push the puck and get up in the play. This group seems to be really adhering to that from what I'm seeing. Um, they seem like an unselfish group. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree. I think we're, I, what I like early on is I think we're sharing the puck um, a great deal. My, my, my wife took a great deal of, uh, uh, was, 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 was quite amused by your line in the game when you're calling the, the first game saying, Hey, I like the way the team's sharing the puck. A lot of solo guitarists on this team last year. And, and, and she laughed, but you know, it really was true. This is a little bit, a little too much toe drag and a little bit kind of overhandling the puck. And, um, and, and again, that's just, and, and I think we, we got better, but very early on, it was really tough to, um, yeah, I, I just didn't get the sense that I was getting the buy-in um, that I wanted um, in, in how to play. And, um, and again, we would see it in, in stops and starts. Uh, but I also think to keep in mind, you know, when you got kids 
um, you know, you, you start like with, you know, like a Sarsland and a Marshall, you know, those kids were ninth years and sophomores and ninth and sophomores, despite what people think or uh, freshmen, sophomores are not going to carry your team. You don't win with freshmen, sophomores. And I know people sometimes get frustrated. think, Oh, my sophomore kid, or my freshman kids be playing more. It's like, no, they're freshmen and sophomore and they're not dominant. And, um, the thing is you see a huge difference between that sophomore and junior year. And you can see that already in SARS, you know, in Marshall, you know, even, you know, Yakish, because that's really where I suppose to say the high end talent was in that freshman class a few years ago, but it takes a little while for those kids to mature. And, um, and so already um, I think that's what I see in those kids game. Um, you know, they, they, they look, uh, they, they, they look a lot different than they did a year ago, Wags. And, um, I think that's, uh, you know, you know, that's helpful. And I also think that, you know, Jackson Bassan looks like he's got another gear, you know, the seniors, you know, and, you know, Jonah Mortensen's healthy. That's the other piece that, you know, it, it, it kind of ticks you off. It's like, you, you, you get ripped on, the kids get ripped on even internally, whether it's parents or whatever. But last year, I, I don't think people understood, you know, the first 10, 12 games, we were never healthy. I mean, we were never healthy. I mean, we had Messenberg out for three or four games. Mortensen was hurt the entire year. Uh, Connolly finally was was basically injured for a year and a half and finally got healthy. So what I like from some of these seniors, especially from Asher and Jonah, they look healthy. And those those are those are two damn good hockey players, Asher Connolly and Jonah Mortensen. And so um, and and they've looked very good this uh, this early on. Yeah, I I think it's it's fair to say that um, when when you see a guy that's a freshman to a sophomore, uh, sophomore to a junior, uh, junior to senior. I mean, when you get to those age groups that you're talking about, a lot of your juniors now, they go from being you know young boys to young men to a degree, and and, and physically they get so much stronger, and and you can see it in their play. And I think that's been a really um, a noticeable thing has been the strength. And I, I look at a guy on, on your blue line, Ben Thompson. You know, he was probably a five six D for you last year as a sophomore, and mm-hmm. uh, he's a pretty big kid then, and he's a big kid now. And um, he's just so much thicker, and um, his presence is felt. Uh, guys like that, but Sarsland is another a player that's stood out to me as far as I, I think he's a lot more assertive as a player this year. And it's amazing. It's not like these guys have been on the ice a ton because there's been so many pauses, no. <laughs> right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's all it's all good that way. So, um, yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, and, and I think that's the thing. It's like you look at this group and how much, I mean, you start with Callahan, Sarsland, Yakish. I mean, they've been again. That that's a lot of. They've got a lot of varsity games in their belt right now. So, if again, if we can refer to high school kids as veterans, it's really a veteran group. And you know, and and Ben Thompson. You know, Ben ended up taking you know, more varsity shifts last year. Than we thought he would because of injuries, but you know, he played some JV for us last year. And he's probably the best sophomore I ever had playing JV. But that's what happens when you have some depth is that, you know, you know, some dang good kids, um, they really have to fight for their spots. And sometimes they have to play a year or two or JV and, and Bennett clearly is, is a varsity high school player and has looked really, you know, looked really good. So again, I, I think what you're seeing is, uh, we had some young talent and that, and that talent is, is, is starting to starting to mature, but you know, what, what it gets down to is you can have all the talent in the world. If you're not going to share the puck, 
if you're not going to if you're not going to use each other, if you're not going to play as a team, um, you know, then you're not you're, you're not going to go anywhere. And I, I that's one thing when you and I've talked in earlier podcasts. It's one thing I really liked about my senior leadership group. Um, you know, when I met with them, you know, before all the pandemic pandemic stuff, you know, you know, broke out, they were really determined not to make, you know, what they believe were kind of some mistakes that were made the year before, and they wanted to kind of recommit themselves. And, uh, you know, and that's not even a rip on last year. It's just, it's just learning. It's learning from their mistakes, learning from their mistakes, the team and, and, uh, and, and actually buying into what, you know, if, if they buy into what we're <laughs> buying to what we're doing, um, we'll do well. And, uh, it's, uh, it, it's, but early on, again, we don't have a huge sample size. We got two games, but, Early on, I think this team looks pretty dang fast and uh, and good puck movement. But even then, even in saying that, um, I thought we played a pretty dang gritty Jefferson team on Saturday. And I, I thought we moved the puck much better against St. Michael. And we reverted back to some, some old stupid things on Saturday. And I think we won because we had better players. Not necessarily because we played well. Um, but I, I, again, I think we'll, I think, we, I think we'll learn from those things. And I think a lot of it is, uh, I think the kids need to just, you know, figure out, uh, um, we still need to do those mature things and not take, you know, not take the penalty going to kill you and, you know, share the puck and, 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 and do the right thing right from the first period on. Uh, cause even, I, uh, I mean, you saw the game on Saturday, we looked like a different team, I think in the second period, as opposed to the first period, but that's high school, you know, so. Mm-hmm. I don't want to meander too far down that road, but I just think at the at the end of the day, Wags, I really believe, you know, this this group, um, you know, I think the talentless group is is beginning to mature, and if that talent um, commits itself to little things and you know sharing the puck and tracking the puck and doing the things they need to do, um, we're we're gonna we're gonna be fine. Uh, well, so far you are two and zero on the season, and what what's been impressive about your hockey team has been how well they've done in putting the puck in the net in the two games you've played. You've got uh, this is the thing that that's that's impressed me has been uh, uh, the the depth of of, of scoring. There, there's been what I think it's nine players that have put the puck in the net for you so far. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Yeah. nine or ten players have scored for you so far, and uh, you've got multi-point games out of a number of those players as well, which is which has been really good. So I think your depth has been really on full gear. And and what I've noticed about the teams that are always in the mix, they always provide four quality, maybe even a fifth quality defenseman because someone's going to always get hurt. You got to have you know four, five, six, great D. You got to have more than a line. Everybody's got a line. But it's what you can do with lines two, three, and maybe even four if you can get them mixed in there where they can spell some people. But I, I think overall the depth of this team is is measurable and they look good from from the depth well, you, perspective. You, you, yeah, I mean we can we can we can share all the cliches you win lose of the team, but the, the, you're right there. There's what's that group that is going to make the difference? You know, right now we got Hassan Marshall and Conley together, and I like that line an awful lot. I think they're again they're 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 going to put together some. Uh, some nice plays, but I, I really feel that the key, uh, the key, the key to us that being the team we want to be um, really kind of runs through Jonah Mortensen and Grant Ellings. Um, I think those are, uh, you know, those are two elite league forwards. They're both seniors. Um, and, and again, you know, Grant was kind of adjusting to, uh, you know, to our style play last year. And, uh, and again, like I said, Morty was str- struggling with a bad hip the entire year. 
Um, and, uh, you know, one basically, you know, thing that people forget is we didn't know we had more than the semis, but we didn't have him, um, you know, in the champion, uh, uh, championship game, uh, last year. And that really, really hurt us not having him. And so, um, again, Mortensen Ellings to your point wags, uh, that's that second wave. Everyone's got a first wave. Can we can that, that second wave and, uh, you know, Ellings and Mortensen right now we got the, you know, the Mike and kid with them. Um, I think that's a pretty dang good second wave, but we have to continue to work on, um, you know, bringing that second and that, that third wave where, Hey, you, you just, you, you just keep coming. You just keep coming. And, and that's the thing. It, it can't, it can't stop at one. It can't stop at one. No, it can't. And then, you know, you, we, to go to the next step, you look at the games that you have. I mean, you've got the defending state class A champion, Matamidi Zephyrs played a very good uh, Hill Murray team to a 2-1 loss in their opener on Saturday night. Uh, they're going to invade tomorrow. And the first ever uh, MN Hockey Dot, it's Hockey Night in Minnesota. We're going after it. Uh, yeah. Presented by Tradition yeah. Company, so looking very forward to that. Mike Greenlay is going to be on the call, of course, the former yeah. Wild uh, uh, color guy. So uh, it should be quite interesting. Uh, he and yours truly uh, mixing it up a couple of attendees up there along with yourself. So we're everywhere. And oh, guys, uh, I saw that. Congrats. That, that looks like it's going to be some fun. So I see we fun. we got a great schedule. But not only that, so this is a game you have, which is going to challenge your kids, and they got great goaltending. But then you've got two key sectional matchups. St. Louis Park looking very good. That big 4-4 tie. Edina had to do everything they could to get out of there with a the tie. And then yeah. Blake is looking legit. Wow, how impressive were they against Wyzetta? So you've got three toughies in a row here. Deuces, yeah, as I like great. to say. Which is great, and you you talked about it earlier where the season's going to happen at warp speed, and um, the fun thing when you have a team that you believe can be pretty dang good is that it's the temp. You know, let's see how we do as the temperature goes up. And Matamidi uh, clearly is a defending state champion, and and we certainly paid very much. You know, <laughs> you know, we watched that result with uh, Hill Murray uh, with great interest. And so that's going to be a big challenge. Blake, of course, a rematch of last year's Section 6 final. St. Louis Park, it doesn't matter uh, what the deal is. Park's always going to give us a, uh, get, you know, give us a game. And, and Park's, been, uh, Park's been good early. You know, they tied, uh, uh, tied, tied, tied the Hornets, and then they went out and they beat Chaska. Um, so uh, the St. Louis Park's no pushover. Those are two section opponents. So what I'm really excited about is we, we, we a nice – Everyone likes to, you know, win early, and we won a couple games early, but now um, we got three really good ones in a row, and uh, you know, a, you know, a week from now, uh, you know, we'll have, uh, we'll, we will have answered some more more questions, and then we get in the heart of our um, our Metro uh, Metro West schedule, and uh, then we get back against the top teams in the state. So, but this is, I think everybody's watching. We're uh, with anticipation, kind of what we're going to do here in the next three games. You know, what's interesting about that is um, in the Metro West, we kind of, <laughs> we used to say, well, it's like a little engine that could, right? Yeah. You know, it just was. But, you know, in the end, I believe it was a Metro West and a Metro, uh, no, it was a Metro East team that won. But when you look at the teams in your conference, there's some really good hockey there, and there's not a lot of nights off. Those Jags kind of brought it to you the other night. They played a very structured game um, and did what they had to, to keep it close. But you've got Chaska lurking around there. You've got St. Louis Park who's looking very good. It's a yep. good conference. 
Yeah, and I, and I think and I think Chan Hassan's has some good young kids coming up, and uh, uh, you're you're right because you think about last year, it's like we were, you know, we were in the section final, and that could have gone either way. <laughs> Still disappointed about that. Uh, Chaska gave uh, gave Eden Prairie everything they wanted in the section final last year, so you had two Metro West teams um, sitting in a section final game, uh, you know, heartbeat away from the state. Um, away from the state tournament and and of course St. Louis Parks played very good hockey lately so you know the other thing we talk about even Jefferson when you get in conference play the thing in conference play is uh, conference teams know you they're not intimidated by you and so you always see you know, right. people look at a, they're looking at a score in a conference go oh gosh it's surprising well you know you know that teams aren't going to roll over and this gets back to an old theme you and I've had before it's like you're not going to blow people out six seven you know eight rip um, it's going to be, you know, those games will still pop up for the most part. It's going to be a dog fight. And, and that's what's, um, and that's what, that's what, that's what makes it fun. And that's why, you know, that's why like even Saturday, we have to learn that, Hey, you can't play, you know, we got away with playing a bad period and, you know, playing a period and a half after that, uh, you can't get away with that against the better teams. And so that starts on, uh, that starts on Saturday. Cause if we think we're going to phone it in for half the game and win, uh, that, 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 uh, that no loss will turn into one loss in a hurry. No doubt about that. So yeah. w- when, when you look at the, the, the newcomers of this team and, and there's quite a few that have all been having a, a nice say in, in where things sit with this team, who, who's been standing out to you the most as, as you, as far as making you say, wow, this has really been great well, stuff. Well, I, I, well, I don't think anyone's, you know, this, is, I mean, I think we've seen some good performances. We, you know, um, you know, again, we've got uh, you know some guys who played uh, you know for J. Chris, I think who've um, you know who've given a good uh, you know testament to themselves kind of early on. You know, the Ryan Guerin kid, the you know Mitchell Dockman kid, but we you know we've got uh, Brady Gerson's brother Peter is a you know sophomore and you know he's got some promise. And Michael Ristow is a this is the brother of a former Red Knight, Zach Ristow, played three years for us. So we, we like them a lot, but, um, but again, there's a lot of seniors, that, there's a lot of juniors in there. Um, you know, you know, Gino Gotti put a goal in and played JV. Um, Aiden Walsh has been on lockdown because of basically he's been quarantined with the COVID stuff. So uh, what you have there is, uh, is a whole group of kids, you know, who are battling for third and fourth line positions. So uh, that's kind of that, you know, good news, bad news thing. You know, it's a good news. You got a lot of, you got, you got some depth there and some competition. Uh, I guess the bad news is you got some pretty dang good players who, um, you know, they may not get all the shifts they want, but that's the, uh, that's the reality. Whether you're talking, uh, you know, Minnetonka or Benilde or Hill Murray or St. Thomas, it's uh, you, you, you got to fight for your ice time. And so early on, um, you know, I, I don't, I, I, what I've liked that, you know, best is I don't think I don't, we're not relying on a freshman and sophomore to come in and carry this team because, um, you don't win with a freshman sophomore carrying your team. You win, you win with, with you win with juniors and seniors. That's mm-hmm. who you win. That's who you win with. And yeah. uh, I think that's what I find most promising right now is we're not going to be talking about newcomers. Like, hey, this kid's going to bring bring you to the promised land. No, it's it's uh, it's a senior goalie named Carson Limestead. You know, it's senior fours like Bassan and Conley and Morris and Ellings and juniors like Marshall, Sarsland, Yakish, Callahan, D. Those are the guys who who basically are going to have to uh, carry this load and show the leadership. 
And that's what uh, you need to you need to rely on the veterans. And it's funny when you have freshmen that have become leaders as now eleventh graders, and you can rely on them to do that. And um, that, that that's what allows you to take it to the next step. Final question for you: Give me an overview from from your feeling as far as if you were to get a temperature gauge. Do you feel as though in, in the world of high school hockey that everybody is uh, settling in and saying, you know what, this is our new normal. This is how we're approaching our game day preparations. We have to come in and be ready. We're okay not being in a locker room doing anything. Have you talked to guys about that? I mean, how, how what's the feedback been from how things are going in the trenches with you guys? Well, I, you know, I haven't really talked. I mean, I basically, I, I think we're all, you know, we're all adjusting because no no one can complain because we're all dealing with the same thing. The play, you know, the playing field's even. And you know, I, I was thinking about this the other day. You know, I mean, it's like when the game used to be played outside and the rest. It's like, you know, guys weren't getting to the outdoor rinks and stuff two hours beforehand. They weren't having three hour team meetings and all the rigmarole. Oh, yeah, they right. just came. They just came. And they played. And so I think there's, you know, there's there's maybe a little bit of a beauty to that as well. It's like, you know what? just come and play for crying out loud. And I, I think that's the thing. It's like, you know, embrace, embrace the game, embrace what we have. Um, you know, again, if you're, if you can't get right in the locker room, um, you know, that's, you know, that's fine for now. We, we just want to play the game. And that's kind of where we started the conversation is like, what's going on between the boards is what matters. And I think, uh, I think people are settling in legs to use your term into, okay, this is, this is the format. Um, yeah, you know, kids don't, kids don't like coming dressed to games, but you know what? I remember, uh, you know, jumping on a bus when I played at Wyzetta, we all were, we all got half dressed and jumped on the bus. You know, and walked in the rink half dressed, and now these guys think they need to walk in the suit. Well, and, I see, you know, yeah, you know, it's they, the they, NHL. I mean, yeah, they don't, they, they don't, they don't need to do that. So, no, as, I agree. As, as frustrating as that is, it's like you know. Do you want to play or don't you want to play? Because this is the for this is the price of admission, and uh, and let's do it. And yeah. uh, I, I think I think these next two weeks are going to be really critical to see. Um, okay, are we going to start seeing some games get shut down and stuff like that? And if we get the, through these next two weeks, uh, well, let's face it. Like I said, it's warp speed, man. I mean. Uh, <laughs> I'm, Month, it's an eighteen. It's an eighteen-game schedule, and you'll you'll get to game nine in a hurry. <laughs> you will get to game nine in a hurry, and you don't want to be uh, five and five, you know. But you're right about games getting shut down. So far, so good, and it seems like things are kind of progressing along quite nicely. So, um, I think that yeah. that's definitely um, a bonus too, as well. So, uh, well, well and, I think, and, I, and I think if we can get through some of that wags, you might see. A loosening up of some things but i think people will be cautious about that as well and be, be guarded about keeping uh, keeping this thing from breaking out well let's do everything we can to do our part right i mean i think that's really the name of the game you know what again i, I don't care if you agree disagree i just i want the play and I, I want to play and i want the kids to have a season if this is the price of doing it by God, let's do it. Let's make it happen. Absolutely. Right, buddy. Well, my friend, uh, great show. We'll see you tomorrow. I'll give you the wave. We kind of have to social distance with our masks, so uh, we'll do that. You'll get a muffled Pete Wagner and Mike Greenlee, and uh, it should be something else. So just leave it at that. All right. <laughs> so well, hey, well, th- and, and thanks, thanks for all the streaming you're doing, because I think that's people would rather be at the games, but it's it's sure nice that uh, 
you know, that you're offering that product and hopefully people are supporting you by, uh, by getting after it for you too. Thank you, sir. Much appreciated. You have right, yourself man. a great evening. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. Wags. Have a good night. All right. So long everybody.